You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's play it, everybody, on a Wednesday, March 6th, the new Thursday, March 7th. It is another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Derry with you as the Lions continue to get ready for the draft and free agency next week as the NFL's uh, new league year starts for 2019 next week. And we'll be getting into free agency and what the Lions are going to be doing in terms of signing players, etc., and how they will be spending their money. Coming up on the show, a veteran free agent is set to reportedly come to town tonight to meet with the Lions. We'll tell you who that is coming up momentarily right here on Locked On Lions. Also, two more new mock drafts have the Lions taking Rashawn Gary at number 8. We'll tell you who those two mock drafts are and what kind of implications it has for the Lions and, and what people really think of the Michigan defensive end slash outside linebacker at 8-2 Detroit. Also, Landon Collins is available. Could this be the ultimate fit for the Lions, and why wouldn't they go after him as a starting free safety? And we got to get into the latest reports that the Lions not only looked at Kyler Murray and interviewed him at the Combine, but also interviewed Ohio State quarterback Dwayne Haskins. I'll tell you why this is the biggest smokescreen in Detroit sports history. All of that today here on Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Don't forget, when you get in your car, all right, when you get in your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Lions. Do that. Get in the habit of doing that. Your smart device, of course, is where you can find Locked On Lions. And, of course, on Amazon Alexa, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It's all here for you uh, each and every day when we bring you Locked On Lions. Also, you can find me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, or the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. All right, a lot of discussion, and I want to start with this. I understand Matthew Stafford is going into his 11th year. We seem to have to do this topic over and over again. But reports uh, are, are swirling that the Lions interviewed both Kyler Murray, who could be there at number 8, of course, when the Lions pick, and Dwayne Haskins, both quarterbacks, got interviewed by the Lions at the Combine. And people are up in arms. People are going crazy about it. Oh, this is so great. And maybe this is the end of Stafford. And, you know, what's the speculation? And what does this mean for the Lions and, and all this stuff? And, and, and look, guys, it's not happening. It's not happening. There is no way, no way that the Detroit Lions are going to be uh, uh, drafting a quarterback at number eight. So I, I, I completely understand why people are going crazy about it. And Peter King, Football Morning in America uh, podcast, quote, Murray met with 10 teams in Indianapolis, but I wouldn't read a lot into that. The usual suspects were among the 10 teams, Arizona, Oakland, the Giants, Jacksonville, Miami, and Washington. But he also met with Detroit, Seattle, and the Chargers. Detroit, hmm, H-M-M-M, end quote from Peter King. There's no hmm there. This team is not drafting Kyler Murray at number eight. They've got Matthew Stafford. Stafford is is, is the is the apple of the eye of the owner of Martha Firestone Ford. I'm sorry to tell you that if the Lions took a quarterback at number eight, it would be the ultimate upset. This is a smokescreen. Then Dave Burkett last night tweets out a little update here 
Not only did the Lions meet with Kyler Murray at the Combine, they also met with Ohio State's Dwayne Haskins. And people are going crazy. Oh, this is so great. The Lions are trying to keep everyone guessing. Uh, you know, you know, isn't this exciting? Haskins would be a dream as a backup, and then he could take over for Stafford once Stafford has a shitty 11th season with the Lions. I just don't see this. I think the Lions have way too many needs, too many holes, and an opportunity at number eight to take a high-impact player, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And I'm all for a guy like Devin White, the linebacker from LSU, to put next to Jared Davis, or Montez Sweat, the defensive end from Mississippi State, who we talked about on Monday. Why would you waste a pick on a quarterback at number eight unless you were ready to cut bait with Matthew Stafford? And I completely understand. The Kansas City Chiefs did this a couple of years ago where they drafted and stashed Patrick Mahomes, and he became this all-world guy right away, a year later, and they let Alex Smith walk. I don't see the Lions doing that. I think this is a giant smokescreen to get people excited about that pick so that the Lions can trade back, trade down, accumulate more picks, and hope somebody bites on Murray or Haskins at number 8 if either of those guys are there. And there's a chance that both could be gone. You never know. Murray could go number 1 to Arizona, and Haskins could go number 6 to the Giants. Or, or, or someone could take him at 7 with Jacksonville. Either one of those quarterbacks. But I'm here to tell you, it's not happening. Bob Quinn still has a boss, and that boss is Martha Ford. And unless the Lions and Bob Quinn are going to somehow sell the Fords, Martha and the daughters, that that they cannot pass up this Murray or they cannot pass up Haskins, I'd be stunned. It would stun me. I just do not see it. This team is married to Matthew Stafford, and even if he has a bad 11th season, I don't see them getting rid of him even after next year. Maybe two more years after two more years. But I think this is a humongous smokescreen, and, you know, they knew how to leak this. They knew how to get a hold of Peter King and Dave Burkett and everybody else. Oh, yeah, we talked to these quarterbacks. Spread the word. Is it going to be somehow motivating to Stafford? Who knows? You never know with with that guy. He doesn't say a word. You never know an emotion with him. Matthew Stafford's had that same face and those same answers and the same aw shucks attitude for 10 years. Rarely do you see him change how he feels about something. But it gets some fans excited. Would love to hear from you on it at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks on Twitter and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. I smell a complete smokescreen and I smell BS. To me, it's like 0.3% that the Lions would take one of those quarterbacks at number 8 unless they had some sort of other trade in the works. And if that's the case, and Bob Quinn's got some trade up his sleeve with Stafford going to Washington or going to to, to Jacksonville, although everybody thinks Jacksonville's going to sign Nick Foles, or going to the Giants, or going to Miami, boy, oh boy. Would that take some giant stones to do? But that's not what the Lions ever do. But, you know, it would still be, even if trading, even if you trade Stafford, there's still that enormous cap hit for this season. All right, let's get you updated on free agency. As many of you know, we were not on yesterday because I was down in Ypsilanti doing the Eastern Michigan game. But Landon Collins on Monday 
was released by the New York Giants. This is a Pro Bowl, All-Pro safety at 25 years of age. Now, some people say doesn't cover very well deep, you know, in the deepest part of the field. You know, he's not a center fielder by trade, but Landon Collins is an absolute monster. And the Giants officially made it that they were not going to franchise tag him, and he's now a free agent. They didn't release him, excuse me. They didn't franchise him, making him a free agent. According to Bovada at .lv out of Vegas, the Lions are a plus 265 to win the Landon Collins sweepstakes, the favorites to land him, followed by Dallas, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, San Francisco, and Washington. Now, this means very little in the grand scheme of things, but Vegas, you never know. They get a lot of things right. And Lions players are all over social media. Snacks Harrison, Collins' former teammate with the Giants. Quandre Diggs, among others. On Twitter, openly, you know, rooting for the Lions to sign Landon Collins, and why wouldn't they? This would be a home run hit for Bob Quinn if he could somehow figure out a way to lure Landon Collins here. I don't know what the Giants are doing. I'm not sure why they wouldn't have franchised him, why they wouldn't have kept him. This is a guy that has played five seasons in the NFL, you know, from Bama, three-time Pro Bowler, can really play. And, you know, ball hawk, excellent hitter, not the greatest in coverage, but a stone-cold leader, a veteran presence you put behind, back there with Diggs and with Tracy Walker, and you've got yourself a secondary. You add another corner to go with Darius Slay, and boom, you're in business covering the pass. To me, this is a no-brainer. I'd go after Landon Collins in a second. Trey Flowers I like a lot, and that fills a bigger need at defensive end and rush end, but that one might, that one might, that one might cost you Ziggy Ansah-type money, $17, $18 million a year. I don't think Landon Collins is going to cost seventeen or eighteen million playing safety. But I love that Lion players are openly openly lobbying for him. I hope Snacks Harrison maybe can help lure him here. Of course, Eric Ebron jumped on the Twitter bandwagon yesterday and and uh, and uh, you know ripped on the Lions again and reacted to Diggs's tweet. I'm not going to go back and forth with that garbage. You guys have seen that before. You guys are always the ones telling me not to talk about Ebron. So I'm not. There you go. Ebron and Kyle Van Noy piling on Quandre Diggs' Twitter as uh, as, uh, Nino Diggs, as they call him, is is asking for Landon Collins. Give me a break. If I'm Detroit, that's a guy I target. And I love the fact that Vegas thinks it's possible. That would be fantastic. What about a tight end for Detroit that is in town tonight? We'll tell you who that is coming up next. Don't forget Matt Shook, host Locked On Pistons right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your teams every day, there's Locked On NFL Draft, Locked On Draft Dudes, and if you like NBA stuff and Pistons stuff, Matt Shook is your host on Locked On Pistons each and every day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, let's talk tight ends, shall we? There is a free agent tight end making his way to Detroit unless his visit with the Buffalo Bills uh, today was so successful that he has signed, but at the time of this recording, that is not the case. Josina Anderson from ESPN reporting that Dwayne Allen 
formerly of the New England Patriots. Oh, a stunner! No way! Are the Lions talking to a former Pat? Indeed. Veteran tight end Dwayne Allen visiting the Bills on Wednesday. And according to Josina, Allen also currently scheduled to travel to Detroit tonight to visit with the Lions next. Bills and Lions aren't the only teams reportedly interested in Allen. PFT says he's got a total of four visits lined up. And the Patriots are hoping to bring him back. They cut him to save $7.3 million in salary cap space, but they love they love to bring him back. And look, if you're Dwayne Allen, why wouldn't you want to go back to New England? But if the Lions offer more money, he could be yours. And Allen, of course, knows uh, Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn. Allen, known more as a blocking tight end, all right? But in the last two years in New England, 29 games, he started 16 only 13 catches, but a veteran, all right? Pretty high-character guy, has played on some pretty good teams in his career, including the Indianapolis Colts when they were really, really good. And, uh, you know, is 29 years of age, can still play a little bit. I, li- I would like it. I would think that Dwayne Allen would be a very, very good signing for the Lions. A lot of people like him. Uh, you know, there's there's talk that, uh, so he was due, where is this? He was due $6.9 million this year and a cap hit of $7.3 million. So the Patriots are cutting him, hoping to bring him back. Ravens, Bills, Lions, Dolphins, all interested. According to Josina Anderson, started by uh, visiting with the Bills, now apparently in Detroit by the time you're listening to um, this podcast. So we'll see. There are, uh, you know, there there are many issues the Lions have. We know this. But the biggest one is tight end. I like Jesse James next week once free agency starts. But if you can get Dwayne Allen now, it speeds up the process. We'll see if the Lions have any clout to pick up a guy who's 29, still can play, and they need somebody. And look, they want the run game to be the run game. They want the run game to be the focus. Dwayne Allen's a pretty good blocker, a veteran that can catch the football, and uh, makes plays. Not explosive by any stretch of the imagination. Not going to outrun a lot of people. But you know what you're going to get from the veteran Dwayne Allen. And he comes from New England, so of course the Lions are going to be interested. If I played for the Patriots last year, if I, if I carried some water around, I think Bob Quinn would be calling me. So, there you go. That's somebody to keep an eye on and a story to watch as this whole, whole thing unfolds over the next 24 to 48 hours because you figure Dwayne Allen's going to find a home rather quickly before you know the floodgates open next week and the league year starts, uh, I believe, a week from today, March the 13th. All right, folks, uh, when we come back here on Locked on Lions, we'll take another quick time out for, a, for a, a spot. Listen to me. Daniel Jeremiah, NFL.com. Todd McShay, ESPN.com. And we know McShay, maize and blue McShay. These two guys have a Michigan Wolverine headed to Detroit in their latest mock drafts. We'll tell you who that is coming up next. And I've got some stats for you. I'm going to give you some stats that uh, you might not want to hear if you're a fan of this player. It's all next right here, right now on Locked Online. All right, welcome back, everybody. Matt Derry with you, Locked on Lions, for this Wednesday, March 6th, and a Thursday. 
March the 7th, Daniel Jeremiah Mock Draft 2.0 came out yesterday. Jeremiah featured on the NFL Draft coverage on NFL Network, and he's got Kyler Murray going to Arizona thinking a Josh Rosen trade is in the works. He has Nick Bosa at number two to San Francisco, Quinn Williams three to the Jets, Josh Allen number four to the Raiders, Montez Sweat number five to the Bucks, so he wouldn't be there for the Lions, but Devin White would be. Dwayne Haskins six, Giants, Jawan Taylor offensive tackle, seven to the Jaguars, and Rashawn Gary to the Lions at number eight, the junior defensive end out of Michigan. Jeremiah writes, quote, Gary is an explosive player who should be able to move up and down the line for the Lions. So, that is one mock draft that has the Detroit Lions taking Rashawn Gary. But, today, Todd McShay weighs in on his mock draft, with his mock draft, his third mock draft of this offseason. And he has... Uh, two quarterbacks off the board in his top 10. Montez Sweat going ahead of Rashawn Gary. So he has Gary going to the Lions. McShay writes, quote, The Lions need edge rushers with Ziggy Ansah entering free agency. Gary had a good week at the Combine, showing his athleticism and explosiveness. A lack of production in college might cause him to fall out of the top five. But if he is coached properly, the talent and skill set are there to be a stellar disruptor. End quote. Of course, Gary wrote a, uh, ran a jaw-dropping 4.58, a 40-yard dash the other day, 26 reps on the bench press. Three seasons at Michigan, Rashawn Gary had 10.5 sacks and 23 tackles. He was a five-star recruit, blah, 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 we know. Here's some numbers for you that will tell me that I'm not ready to be drafting Rashawn Gary at number eight. And here are the numbers. What are the biggest games for Michigan every year? Ohio State and Michigan State. Rashawn Gary, in those two rivalry games, in three seasons at Michigan, had a grand total of two sacks in five games, because he didn't play in the Michigan State game this year because he was hurt. Five games against Ohio State, three of them, two of them against Michigan State, and he compiled two sacks total in those two games. Those two sacks came in Rashawn Gary's best game at Michigan, which was the 2017 31-20 defeat at the Big House to Ohio State, in which he had 10 tackles in that game and two sacks. Otherwise, no sacks this year in the game at Ohio State, no sacks the game in Columbus in 2016 as a freshman, Never sacked a Michigan State quarterback in 2016 or 2017. This year he was injured in the 2018 game. Dude, you know, I understand he had a great, great combine. And he might be a, and it turned out to be a very, very good football player. But I'm not ready to commit the number eight pick to him. And if it's between Montez Sweat and Gary, I'm taking Sweat. If it's Devin White or Gary, I'm taking White. I just think they're higher production players that can come in right away. The Lions took a first-round project before. His name was Jared Davis. He was raw as hell. Now, his numbers in college were better, but if you watch him in the pros now playing middle linebacker, he still has plenty of, you know, of warts for a soon-to-be third-year player. 
At number eight, you got to have a high-impact guy right away. And I'm not ready. And I'm surprised. I, you know, I put this out on Twitter uh, last week, and many Michigan fans are saying, nope, Gary didn't produce enough to warrant a top 10 pick. And if you're the Lions, you you got to get a guy that's going to come in and play right away. So McShay had Greedy Williams at number eight a month ago in his mock draft 2.0. But everybody believes Greedy Williams now is sliding down the board and could be a late first or even early second round pick. Some people are saying that Byron Murphy from Washington, DeAndre Baker from Georgia may go higher than Greedy Williams. But if you're at eight and the Lions are there at eight and have not traded down, I'm not taking Rashawn Gary at that spot. Two sacks total in the five games he played against Ohio State and Michigan State at Michigan. Oh, but he was double-teamed all the time. Oh, please. No, that's not good enough. I need to see better numbers than that. Excellent workout guy. We know about the body fat. We know about uh, the 40 time. But I would stay away. That is another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day for this Wednesday, March 6th into Thursday, March 7th. Uh, One other quick note, by the way, the Lions have tendered an offer to um, restricted free agent Charles Washington, the backup safety, who I think the Lions view as a very, very good um, uh, special teamer. So Charles Washington apparently is going to be back tendering him a contract today. The team announces he will be back in 2019. Last two years, Washington has been a staple on the Lions special teams. Uh, Didn't play much on defense in 2018. Was uh, exclusively a a special teamer. But he was a ERFA uh, um, restricted free agent. So he'll get a one-year non-guaranteed contract with minimum salary. And you got to bring a guy like that back. Exclusive rights, free agent. Charles Washington is back with the team. Where's number 45? We'll talk to you again tomorrow.